Hey, Philip, what's going on? Hey, Brian, good to see you, man. I didn't hear you knock. I didn't know I had to knock. Fair enough. So what are we doing this week? The same thing we do every week, our podcast. Ooh, let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hey, Phil, what's going on, man? Hey, How are you? Welcome well, to man. 2021. It's weird. I know, right? It feels a little odd to say, it but it's, it's exciting because we are kicking off season two of Neighbors Don't Knock. So welcome to the show, guys. I'm Brian Chambers, and alongside me, as always... I'm Philip Coffrey. Happy New Year's, all of our listeners out there. Yeah, I. this episode is great. We're going to be talking about some of the best and worst things of 2020. I know, it, it's kind of like... Ugh. There was some good, maybe? There I don't know. some but, good. I mean, but, Neighbors Don't Knock came out of 2020. So I know. Hey. There was still some bad, but we'll talk about all of it. We're also going to talk about the New Year's resolutions, man. Have you made yours? You know, I don't usually do it, but I have made a couple this year. And I, I, don't, I like to talk about what I'm looking forward to for 2021. There's a lot of uh, light at the end of this tunnel. Well, also, at the end of the show, we're going to reveal next week's special guest. Yeah, we're going to need to stick around for that one for sure. It's a big announcement. Neighbors Don't Knock is brought to you by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. They combine years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales to offer big marketing and media products at small business prices. To learn more, visit our Facebook page or email us directly at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. Okay, so 2020. It is one of those years that I know everyone wants to say, let's move on. I'm done with it. Do you feel that way? I, I know not everyone feels that way, but I mean, the majority of people. Well, I mean, it was a beast of a year. There's no question about that, right? Everything about 2020 sort of turned the world on its head. Um, it's, it's, a strange, it's a strange transition into 2021 because I think in a lot of ways there was so much sort of social media memes and attention on saying goodbye to 2020. But really, we haven't said goodbye to anything. We're still in the exact same situation we were in, just with a lot of hope at the end of the tunnel here. We finally have some light. We have vaccines coming online. We'll talk about later in the show. We have... Well, let's get into it now. Let's talk about the vaccines. Let's talk about the vaccines. Let's talk about the vaccines. Okay. Are you going to get the vaccine? Absolutely. Like, don't even hesitate. I'm I'm with you. Any hesitation whatsoever as... As soon as I can, I'll get it. I'm actually eligible to get it in the 1B group here in Texas because I have a lung disease um, that can be very dangerous with COVID. Oh, you have a lung disease. <laughs> I yeah, have something that could I... kill me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm developing a new condition as we speak. <laughs> I love it. No, I, I technically, I, I do qualify, but uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to hang out and wait until I can get it with my family, with my wife at least. Are you doing the Pfizer or Moderma? I don't think they'll have a choice. I think they'll be doing whichever one is available to me. My parents actually are getting vaccinated this week and they're doing um, Moderna. That happens to be the one that's that's available. So. Okay. And, and I mean, 
would you, if you had your preference though, what, what would be your preference? Ooh, you know, I was recently having that conversation with a friend and I, I don't know enough about the science to actually answer that with credibility, but he does. Well, and okay. Let's say science aside, let's, let's just say that there, it's really just your, your preference who by just the, the names of what's coming out, what would you trust more if well, you here, had the choice? So, so here's the thing. So both of these vaccines are- Oh um, boy, you're going to dissect this. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Both, both, I walked right into that did, one. Hey, hey, if you open up this can, you got to reach inside and, and take what you get. Okay? I don't know if I want to reach inside. What am I going to find? Something gooey. <laughs> Something very cold, At evidently. Least, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Minus 70 degrees Celsius is about what you're going to find. There we go. You know, both of the vaccines are messenger RNA vaccines. These actually affect the genetics in your bloodstream so that basically you create antibodies when a certain spike protein is detected. In this case, the spike protein that's on the coronavirus. The thing about the two vaccines that are available so far is that Pfizer and the company that Pfizer has teamed up with has had, in my opinion, more experience with the messenger RNA research. The company, I think Biofin is the name of the company they teamed up with. They've been doing this for decades. Oh, you said Biofin. I'm thinking that's a new form of shark. It might be. Okay. It might be. You know, Grandpa. <laughs> that was big in 2020. Yeah. So if I had my <laughs> choice, I think I would choose the Pfizer vaccine, but I'm not going to have a choice and I'm going to be good with either one. I'm just ready to get vaccinated and move on. It's going to be like... Android versus iPhone, right? You know, <laughs> what vaccine did you get? You it walking around, you know, be. it's like, I'm Pfizer, baby. You I, know? I do want to clarify one thing. It's not Biofin. I have no idea where I pulled that from. The company's name is... Got um, baby shark, dude. dude yeah, BioNTech Bio is the company that, uh, that teamed up with Pfizer for their vaccine. So just to clarify, BioNTech. Um, Which we're know, very grateful for all the, the scientists and people that have come up with this vaccine. I mean, know, it's incredible. Yeah, I couldn't be more grateful. And in, in fact, this is very interesting. This is the first mess. Well, these two are the first messenger RNA vaccines to be approved in the United States. Right. And that's a really big deal because actually messenger RNA vaccines, it's not new technology. It's been around for decades. In fact, a dear friend of mine who will be coming on the show later in the season knows quite a bit about a cancer vaccine that's been in development for children, for children to suffer from neuroblastoma for quite a few years. I think that the trial they're doing right now is eight years long. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. incredible. With like 150 or 160 kids involved in this trial. Um, but, you know, imagine the potential of that. Can you imagine a vaccine against cancer? Anytime, it's, it's incredible, right? Yeah, I, I, it's, I think it's an amazing feat for us. And I, I think it, it is going to be just a shining beacon as we go forward into 2021. Well, hey, there's a silver lining for 2020 right there, right? Maybe this is going to open the door for many more of these types of vaccines to be approved, and maybe we'll start being protected against a wide variety of different diseases. Who knows? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I agree with you. I think that we can all agree um, that COVID was just the stain on 2020. Indeed. Uh, all right, so I've got to ask you, do you have any anti-vaxxers in your life? Do you know any of these people that are like way, way, way against vaccines that they're, you know, going to give you autism, that they're going to have government tracking chips installed in your, in your bloodstream? <laughs> yeah, it's like, they're watching me right now. No, I, well, I personally, are, right? <laughs> through my computer, 
No, um, no, no, no. That's Apple watching you. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's different. <laughs> sorry. Hey, what's up, Tim? <laughs> what's up, Tim? Hey. <laughs> um, no, I don't know anyone. I personally, that's kind of more. I I, I call them more conspiracy conspiracy theorists. You know, as far as this goes, um, I, I don't know anyone of that realm, or at least to that extent. I have talked to friends that are a little more skeptical about getting it right away. Not that they won't get it, but they want to see what's going to happen first. Sure. I personally, if I have the chance, yeah, sign me up. I'm going to get it. Oh, you too? Oh, yeah. I'm all about it. But we need to do it the, the right way. The people, the, the nurses, the frontline, the first responders, the restaurant industry, the, the essential workers, they all need to be getting it first. And so when I hear of stories of, of things of people, you know, oh, well, they just have these vaccines lying around and people not to get them, you could just figure out a way to go. I, I, it kind of rubs me a little bit awkwardly because I, I would feel horrible. You know, I, I don't, I'm not an at risk or high risk level of person. So I would want someone that's working the front lines or someone to, to get the vaccine. And so I don't think it's right for me to go and try to get the vaccine until, until we see a, a larger amount of people receiving it. Yeah, I can relate to that. And that's actually my motivation as well. You know, despite the fact that I do have this condition that would make me eligible, you know, I feel good. I do not have reduced lung capacity right now in my life. I'm not living with that. I do have a blockage in my lung, a big growth. But, you know, I think that if some, you know, See, see, a lot of doctors would have just argued completely against your point right there. Well, of see, course. I, 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 I can't breathe, dog, but I'm okay. I'm okay. But that's the point. <laughs> I can breathe at the moment, at least. You know? And I think that, the to your point, I would much rather the EMTs, the first, responder, the first responders, excuse me, police, firefighters, people in the ER, I'd much prefer that they are getting vaccinated before I have any opportunity to, frankly. And also, I would just feel terrible if someone's granny died in a nursing home because I took the opportunity of a vaccine away from them. It just would not work with me. So I'd rather. Well, you know, I mean, go how with my how, wife. how old? <laughs> you know, we're talking we're talking like someone in their seventies, granny, or like you know, one hundred one, or you know, over the hundred mark that you're just like. I'm so like, how do you? It's terrible. It's relative scale, isn't it? Yeah, I know, right? right. It's just like, at what point do you go? Ah, they live their life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Very like good. she had a good run. She had a good run. <laughs> Effectively speaking, you love your grandmother, but when it comes time for vaccine, you're going to hip check her out of the way so you can <laughs> get in there because she's she's her run. You know, you know. Well, Sorry, you, Mama Chambers. They, <laughs> look, look at a uh, little Red Riding Hood, right? I mean, there's no regard for Granny in that one. She's going to Granny's house. The wolf just eats her. It's just like it's done. Right? Yeah, but without Granny, Red Riding Hood would be done, right? So darn darn good thing that she stuck around. What, because the wolf is full? No, she went and got the huntsman, right? Didn't didn't the grandmother bring the huntsman back to then kill the wolf? Isn't that the whole... No, I, I have no idea now. I have to go back and watch this 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 fairy tale. You're going to drop a <laughs> reference to something. That you, that's, like, that's like calling a biotech company by the wrong name. <laughs> well, it was just I was thinking of what other, what other stories do you think of like grandmas that get the short end of the stick? Well, I'd say National Lampoon's Vacation is definitely <laughs> that's way true. up on the list. Oh, right? that's true. Doesn't she get dragged in the back of the car? Oh, so yeah. Like, no, and, no, 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 that's the dog. Aunt Edna, she passes, and then they put her on they the roof. The <laughs> so she that's lived it. her life. Yeah. <laughs> she hey. lived her life. She had a run, so, you know. She had a good run. <laughs> we have to make room for the others. <laughs> I so, have to go back and watch that movie again because I can't remember why they put her on the roof, like what the logic was. 
just because she, they didn't, the kids didn't want to sit next just to to a dead grandma. And, yeah, yeah, awkward. Yeah, funky. Yeah, I know. So out. <laughs> it's a little, a little odd. The luggage rack. <laughs> Let's let's get into something a little bit more positive, right? So we we talked about we've looked back at at 2020. Obviously, you know, people have had some horrible things. Both of us have had things go wrong and have struggled, you know, over the past year, but we've had some silver linings. But that brings us into our resolutions, right? Do you make resolutions? I don't typically, but this year I have. I have two of them. Okay. But I want you to go first. Well, okay, before I get into before I get into resolutions, I mean, a lot of people don't realize that a New Year's resolutions, um, <laughs> make sure I say resolutions and not revolutions. So don't, don't misunderstand me. It could be both. <laughs> the good people it out there. It could be both, buddy. <laughs> They're like, well, the guy on the podcast said it was a revolution. Um, no, so. Pitchforks in the spade. <laughs> That's right. Torches, they're climbing up the hill. So New Year's resolutions go back if you didn't know this, educate me. I'm going to educate you a little bit. They go back some 4,000 years ago. So that's kind of a, yeah, I know, right? I was a little blown away too. Um, now this was uh, from history.com that I, I found this, um, this article here. And they were, they said that a new year's resolution was thought to be a way of offering their, what they could for the new year to have a plentiful year. Um, they and then they made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects that had been borrowed. What an interesting concept that is, right? Talk about a, a perfect example of how different we are as a species now. Give back any objects that have been borrowed. I know, right? You imagine today's world like my screwdriver would finally come back from <laughs> three neighbors ago, <laughs> ten years later. Right? You, you know how much crap you would end up with if people actually gave back all the stuff they borrowed. Crap that I need. No one borrows anything that sucks. Well, all right. Think about but it. That's true. Touche. That's, that's not a bad thing. No one's like, God, that's an ugly chair. Can I borrow that? <laughs> no, it's, it's always, it's always, can I borrow your hacksaw? And then you fucking two years later, your hacksaw is missing. You're going, Whoa, oh, damn it, Jeff. Is your hacksaw <laughs> missing? It might be. <laughs> um, so give back things they borrowed. Yeah. So that goes back. So jumping back to this history lesson real quick, but we don't want to get too drawn out. But not only that, okay. Let's jump to Roman times, right? So you have Julius Caesar, who then, because the original calendar year back that in the ancient, we call it ancient days in Babylonian times, was around mid-March. That was kind of the beginning of the year because that's when the crops were planted, right? So it was the Romans and Julius Caesar that kind of changed the calendar up um, to be kind of start with January 1st as the start of the new year, right? you know, symbolically, they would look back on the previous year and ahead into the future. The Romans offered sacrifices, um, made promises of good conduct for the coming year, things like that, you know, basically good juju, which is essentially what we do today, right? I mean, that that's really what it is, things and promises. And it wasn't till like early Christians that they became more traditional about thinking about one's past mistakes and resolving those. So, and I think that's kind of what has been adapted. But now jumping back, what are resolutions that you think are ridiculous? I mean, I, I, there's so many, right? Like there's so many resolutions like, oh, I, 
I resolved this year to stop eating Snickers bars or whatever. Right? Yeah, the or the unattainable. The uh, unattainable. I mean, but most resolutions fail, right? Most people can't stay true to their New Year's resolutions. Is it, I think it's something like ninety percent or something. It's some astronomically high. Percentage. I love how you just pulled that statistic out of me. I was like, right out my read ass. the drawer. That's awesome. Right out my hand. Uh, well, here I'll tell you what. I found a couple of. Um, New Year's resolutions that I, I found that I think are a little ridiculous. This was on holodappy.com. Okay, but before you do, I was close. It's oh, were you really? It's 80%. Eight, <laughs> 10% is a, is a lot off, but That's I- That's a rounding error. <laughs> we're we're just going to round up. All right, I'll give it, I'll, round, I I'll give it to you. I <laughs> this big. That's a rounding error. <laughs> okay, well, true it. enough. But, but you, are, you are right, though. I mean, it is- something that people just don't do or, or don't have the capacity to do all year long. So I found a couple of ridiculous resolutions. I actually found this, uh, some of these on uh, holodappy.com. Um, now this had to do with some diet and weight management, you know, which is always a big new year's resolution. And here's a couple lose weight by living on the moon. I mean, who's making that resolution? Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, right? Sir Richard Branson. I mean, who's... Yeah, anyway. This was one of my favorites. Again, kind of in the the weight management and diet uh, realm. Find a more accurate scale. (laughs) Because that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. It's the scale. It's always... I love that one. That one makes me happy. Uh, Okay. Well, here's here's another one, okay? Buy new clothes big enough to account for next year's holidays. (laughs) <laughs> that's great i know right okay thinking ahead thinking ahead um and then the uh, the the most famous one it's not ridiculous but i call it ridiculous it's eat more fruit dot 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 snacks you notice that whoever came up with that one part of it was not smoke less weed yes exactly right, right? Eat more fruit <laughs> snacks <laughs> there you go yeah yeah you can tell when they were typing that right okay there's a couple more let's look at just a few more um here's what they you know considered more realistic resolutions all right and some of them i have to agree they're pretty realistic stop licking frozen flagpoles that's a very doable, I think that's a very doable New Year's resolution right there. My wife and my daughter sat down and watched A Christmas Story this holiday season for the first time. My daughter wanted to know, she's very interested, seven years old. Daddy, if I ever lick a frozen flagpole, how do I get my tongue unstuck? I love that. It's very clever. Not like, who do I call? Right? Not <laughs> How do I do it? How do I do it? Which, okay, then she needs to also know, know this one. Only eat white snow. Only eat white snow. <laughs> there you go. That's that's a really great realistic resolution. Yeah, yeah. Um, the not, one not very that, uh, you know relevant for Houston, Texas. No, but. it's not. But one that I think is funny that I've seen this on resolutions for this year that are quote unquote realistic. Start washing my hands after I use the restroom. Why were people not doing that? It took a pandemic for us to have this come up as a resolution. Not even a pandemic could make some gentleman in my office building take on that one. So let me tell you, man, there's a lot of people out there that still just 
feel no need to wash those hands after being in a bathroom. And it is foul. I do not understand it. I, I don't get it either. But, you know, just just go ahead and tag that onto whatever resolution you guys have chosen for yourself. Just tag that on the end. Um, okay, so here's a couple technology ones, which I think is kind of um, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Watch less TV in standard definition. <laughs> Kick up that HD in 4K. I like that one. Who still watches standard definition television, though? There are people out there. I mean, I watch things in standard definition. You know, I went back and I was watching uh, some Jacques Tati films recently, like Mon Uncle and stuff, and that's all in standard definition, but... Oh, there you go. I mean, there's still people out there. Not, we're all not, you know, rolling with our hundreds and, you know, diamond shoes over here. So, <laughs> so rolling with the hundreds. So, really? You know, some of us still got the rabbit ears, you know, sitting up on their TV. Um, okay, here's one with having to do with more money and finances. Pay off my credit cards every month in full, I think is a great one, dot, 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 with my other credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and we laugh about some of these, by the way, Philip, but you know that some people are going, that's a good idea. When I was in my late 20s, I had a friend who had a very, very large credit card balance. And he never paid any interest on it because he would just take out those 0% balance transfer cards over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> he floated it for like eight years. Oh my God. It was incredible. And then finally, like, ah, I paid off my credit cards finally. It took me, you know, a decade. This might be one you want to keep on your on your resolution list. It says, visit the grocery store m more often than restaurants, especially when free samples are being served. So I'm in the liquor store the other day, and there's this woman who's Great giving Great free out samples. Yeah, no, <laughs> obviously. Right? This woman is giving out vodka samples. And she said, you know, hi, how are you? Would you like a, a sample of this vodka? I said, no, no, thank you, right? And this guy in the background goes, see, I told you, no white dudes ever take the vodka samples. <laughs> and I just looked up, I'm like, what? Did you did you take the vodka sample after that? Well, no, but I didn't feel challenged. But, but I, I looked at him kind of curious. Sounds like a challenge to me. <laughs> I turned my attention back to the lady who's who's giving out the samples. She just looks at me and goes, she goes, mm-hmm, it's true. Oh, so apparently, you know, uh, us white folk are afraid of vodka samples in liquor stores. I don't know why. Man, okay, challenge extended. Don't be scared of vodka samples. I want a video when you do it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not a problem. Picture it never happened, buddy. <laughs> okay, that's true. Okay, so those are a couple of you know ridiculous you know resolutions, and and you know what, we laugh at those, but people do honestly tell themselves these ridiculous things. Yeah, I've done it. You know, I've done the whole, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life this year stuff. That's I've usually done. the, that's the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest one. Well, your, your wife, I'm sure can tell you every year how many people come flooding into, you know, fitness programs and yoga programs and oh my goodness. Right. Oh, I guess, you know, it makes sense that like the early part of the years for, you know, gyms and now all these online services is like blowing up, right? It's just like, everyone's getting the gift of exercise come valentine's day they're just like yeah, yeah i'm done <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i got the spousal eye roll this morning so for one of my uh holiday gifts somebody gave me a gift card to a clothing store which is always funny right it's like you look like shit <laughs> <laughs> here you go yeah. go go fix go that. gussy yourself up yeah, a little go, bit go fix that oh you've only worn that shirt every time we've been out for the past three <laughs> years here's a gift card at least but, it wasn't like a facelift or something you know 
It's how, like, how funny would that be? A plastic surgery gift card is a gift. I had a voucher. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I have a voucher. I thought of you. It's only good for one free breast. What do I do with it? <laughs> well, you know, baby steps. Well, there you go. See if you like it. So, so I got this. <laughs> just, just attach it. See if you like it. <laughs> a trial. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got this gift card to a clothing store and, and my wife looked at me as I'm putting on this shirt, actually. And she says, so are we going to use that gift card? Why don't we go shopping this week? And I said, no, you know, I'm going to lose a couple of pounds over the next month. So I'd like to do that. And then I'll go buy the clothing. Oh, so you're, well, that way you're not buying like a, an overly big size. A very logical. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. She just stared at me for about three beats. I rolled the back of her head and just walked out of the room. Oh, really? So she, she just figures that, you know, you might as well get that size anyway, because even if you lose the weight, you'll put it back on. When she came, <laughs> and when then she it'll came, fit then, too. <laughs> when she came back in the room, that's exactly what she said. She goes, you know, when you gain the weight back, they'll fit again. <laughs> it's a good way to think of your clothes, right? I'm like, what am I, a yo-yo? <laughs> So do you have one? Do you have a, a realistic New Year's resolution, Mr. Chambers, that you'd like to share with the world on Neighbors Don't Knock? Oh, you know, it's only with the world. Um, I personally, it's more of a, self, uh, a self-confidence self build. And I want to instill even more self-confidence, you know, trust myself a lot more. To me, much more realistic because I know it's going to take a lot of time and it won't be perfect. But just saying it out loud and saying that's what I'm going to, put forward and work on, I think that to me is a great thing going forward. It'll put it in the forefront of my mind and it'll help me kind of cultivate that. It's kind of a resolution that I'd like to say that it's always growing. Yeah, I like it. Something you know what you I mean? Like, on, yeah, exactly. Work on. That doesn't have to be the same one for next year, but I'll look back and I like the idea of looking at mistakes or things that I've made or can improve on myself, you know, and that's it. The quality of bringing the quality of life uh, up for myself will help me bring the quality of life for, for people around me, I think. So, I dig it. I'm happy that you didn't have anything that had to do with like Kegel exercises or anything <laughs> like that because, you know. That was last I year. Would, I'm doing well with that one, by the way. You're building on that as well? <laughs> I'm building like that one it. up. You've moved on to the damp washcloth. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay, so that's that one's mine. What about you? Uh, you know, I've kind of been going back and forth about this for the past couple of days, but I think that the big one for me I tend to look at the worst case scenario as my default. I'm a very like liability driven guy. I look at what can go wrong. I look at, you know, the dangers of a situation first. And as a result of that, I think that I come off as being much more negative than I actually am because I'm actually an optimist, believe it or not. I'm a natural optimist. I'm just good at picking out dangers, right? And I think part of that is I grew up in a race car family. So we're constantly looking at what can go well, wrong. Well, sure. I mean, that, that helps when you you know you have to know. Yeah, I mean, cars are built to crash. You have to know what can happen. I mean, this is sort so of So you the, can prepare to for the inevitable. Exactly. Well, I shouldn't say the inevitable, but you can prepare for the disaster had something happened. Well, yeah. And when you grow up in an environment of a very, very competitive sport, right, you always have to be looking at the worst case outcome in, in order to know how to compete. So that's just sort of how I learned to navigate life. But being a father and having a seven-year-old uh, daughter in my in my home in my life, right? What I realized is I'm often presenting her with the worst case first and the negative first, and I never give her the opportunity to know me as somebody who's looking at the bright side or or looking at the positive outcomes of any given situation and getting excited about it until sort of like a, a second thought. 
So my big New Year's resolution is to be more positive for my family and for my daughter and, and you know, try to present the, uh, the joy and, and the glowing outcome first instead of the pitfalls. Okay, so you're, you're saying that you would be more of a risk taker as an, ex- as an example. Is that what I'm hearing? I think I have enough risky, risky behaviors <laughs> in my life to, uh, to not need any more. But, but, you know, I'm not skydiving anytime soon, Brian. Don't, I, I don't didn't say, hey, I didn't say skydiving. I'm, I'm just saying there's other things that we can do that would show, that would set a great example. Mm, let's see. So having known you the past few years, skydiving, no, it's out. <laughs> Scuba, nope, that's out. <laughs> let's, we can take baby steps. Maybe just getting on a boat. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, uh, so, all right. So, let's fast forward a little bit to 2021. Okay. So, now we are in the new year. That's right. Are you, you like how we just jumped? Do you, do you feel dazed? I felt like I was in an MTV episode from like 1987. <laughs> we, old school stuff. We got, it was we, a very we, Max Headroom sort of moment. I know. We, we got to do it old school. So there's so many things that are coming up in 2021. So many things for us to be excited about. What to you that is coming up in 2021 are you most excited about? Let's, let's forget about the vaccine because I know we're all pumped about the vaccine. <laughs> I am super, super excited for cinema in 2021. I miss going to the movies to a point where I, I can barely describe it. It was my time. It was my meditation time. Sitting in a movie theater, I often went alone. It's just my way of kind of relaxing and decompressing. Man, I miss it. And there are some great movies coming out in 2021. Oh, there are, yeah, I agree with you. I think a big year for movies, a huge year. I think we're going to see people back in the theaters as soon as they can. I, I, I really, so. I really think we will. I think everyone wants to get out. It's good. It's that experience. I really think it's a, now you're still going to see the, the whole streaming thing is altered. I, I think that that, I don't think it's changed permanently, but I think it has altered things. I think the landscape has changed. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I don't think we're going to lose movie theaters. I know some people are like, movie theaters are gone. I'm like, no. I don't think so. Either. They're not. But let's talk about a couple of the films that are coming out. Well, first of all, one that's near and dear to our hearts is Ghostbusters. Oh, I can't wait. Ghostbusters is coming out, and I, that's going to be this summer, I believe, that it's coming out. And, of course, you know, waiting over a year now since it should have come out is just killing us, right? Yeah. The other one, uh, Top Gun. The other one that's coming out this summer, that's another great one. Well, you know, I'm a geek, so Dune for me. Dune is coming out. It's an adaptation right there. That's going to be out. Matrix 4 is going to be coming out. I mean, come on. You're going to want to see Matrix 4. I still can't believe they're doing that. I, it doesn't, it's not shocking me. But I'm still going to see it because I I, I want to check it out. But like everybody died. How did they... (laughs) What is this, Star Trek? You just can't bring people back. Hey, just like Star Wars, they are going to go back. There's time travel. There's all kinds of stuff. They'll figure it out. So <laughs> got to use time travel. Everybody's got to use time travel. <laughs> I mean, you have Steven Spielberg's West Side Story that's going to be coming out, which is going to be great. Of course, for all you big Fast and Furious fans, they got that coming out. The new James Bond movie, you know, is going to be coming oh, out. Yeah, long delayed as well. Yes. There's also one, again, which I'm super excited about. For all you Marvel fans, uh, you know, Black Widow. Again, uh, I'm a huge Broadway fan. Oh, no shocker there as an actor. In the Heights is the film version is going to be coming out, and I'm very excited about that. So there's so there's a lot of fantastic fantastic movies but not only that it's not it's funny that you say a lot of big movies because i'm ready to get back too 
but TV shows. Yeah, I was about to ask. Just so entertainment value. You are, uh, as our listeners know, if they've heard season one, you are a huge Friends fan. Oh, I'm an absolutely huge Friends fan. And and I hear this is a reunion, right? This is happening? It is happening. It they, they were supposed to have it happen last year. So the Friends reunion show is going to be coming. Um, it was, they're going to tape. It was supposed to be out last May. And they finally taped, uh, they're finally going to be taping this March, allegedly. They're looking to release it, you know, sometime later this year. So we'll find that out. But it is going to be them in the coffee shop as the not as their character but as the actual actor so they're not like recreating it so it's like a oh. kind of like the fresh prince how they met in the family room and kind of recapped things and it just it's gonna be really neat to see the entire cast back together that's on my list of things to see but i actually did not catch the fresh prince reunion yet i want i want to look at that it's really neat it's really touching and there was a lot of you, there's a lot of stories that you hear that were kind of headlines at the time that you didn't really realize were so big and then there was some light that was shown on it so it's a really i recommend it does he do the dance Oh, of course. Yes. Actually, Will Will Smith tries to do the dance as well. Really? Oh, yeah, because you remember the very last episode, if you ever watched the show, um, they do the whole one more time when they're saying goodbye to each yeah. other, and so they do it. But it's still still Carlton's dance, and he does it. Yeah, Alfonso and, does and, it. And Will Smith is like just way too fly. He just can't. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the thing about Will Smith that I love is that he'll try anything. Yeah. He'll do. He'll put himself He's out there. He's a fun personality for sure. But back to your friend's reunion. So I don't... I don't read a whole lot of celebrity gossip. I don't know who is, you know, dating whom or, or, or what's going on. But I have seen a couple of videos of Mr. Matthew Perry over the past couple of years. I mean, can he actually like, like get it together enough to do this reunion? I'm a little worried about that guy. Every I, video I'm I've sure seen he been... will. I'm sure he will. I, you know, I saw him on the Graham Norton show, the BBC. And I love that show. I love that show. And, but I, he was a guest on there and he, it, it was, it was a while ago though, that, that the episode that he was on and he sounded like he was on something or, and he's had a past history with, I know with drugs yeah, and, yeah, and things yeah. like that. Well, I, I say, I know. I mean, I, I've, but I've you've read. read. Yeah. 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 It's interesting that they chose to do it, right? Because none of those actors need to work. I mean, they all have more money than God. I remember how many, how much money they were being paid for those last episodes. It was absolutely insane. Well, I mean, it was almost like a million dollars. I think I allegedly read it as a million dollars an episode or something like that. I think it was more. Um, I, I think when it boiled down to it, it was something close to that. But th that was also, they weren't making that kind of money throughout the entire run. Though. Of course not. You, you know what I mean? So, but you think about, honestly, outside of, Jennifer Aniston, you don't really hear, you know, Matt LeBlanc is doing a TV show, you know, uh, it's on Netflix. Um, I haven't watched it personally, but, you know, Lisa Kudrow does guest spots or little things, but you haven't heard anyone really doing a lot except for Jennifer Aniston, really. So I, I think it's great to hear what they've been up to because it, they haven't been in the spotlight like they were when the show was at its peak. Yeah, fair enough. I was just reading uh, on the almighty internet here. So they were paid $75,000 per episode for season three, 85 in season four, 100,000 per episode season five, 125 season six, $750,000 per episode for seasons seven and eight, and a million dollars per episode for seasons nine and 10. Yeah. Yeah. And according to Wikipedia right here, uh, that made Aniston Cox and Kudrow the highest paid TV actresses of all time. At, at that point in time. I think still. Really? Yeah. 
Wow, that would be something we need to check out. Yeah, I, I think that's cumulative, though, right? I'm sure there are people that have made more money for a single appearance or a single. That, that's episode, okay. That like makes that, more but. sense. That makes more sense. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm totally stoked for that. But not only Friends, there's other things coming out. Wandavision, Disney Plus. I'm totally stoked. That's coming out. I'm excited for that one. That looks absolutely fascinating. I'm really excited for that one. It's going to be great. It's going to be great because, well, not, look, Disney Plus alone. But the release that they did with all the Star Wars and Marvel, just alone on that, and then the Pixar stuff, it is unreal. Speaking of Disney, Disney turns 50 this year. 50 years old. 50 years old. And they're going to have brand new rides, like the Ratatouille ride, which I'm stoked for. They already have all the Star Wars rides out there. The Star Wars Hotel is going to be coming You'll also have the Guardians of the Galaxy with the whole Epcot thing and Tron. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff that's that's coming out. They're doing the whole, like, revamping all of Epcot and plenty of things. I mean, just, just a game changer right there. And just really nice to think that 50 years ago, Walt Disney, you know, brought us into his world. So do you think they're going to thaw old Walt out? <laughs> just kind of roll, roll him out. He's like, look. There he is. As long as they stick like a little cigarette or in his mouth or whatever. Cigarillo or whatever. Yeah, you know. I know they little water filter cigarette. Okay, so a lot of lot of great things with film, and you know, if you got that, if you have the ability to go to Disneyland or Disney World. Well, how about space exploration, buddy? I mean, we got the James Webb Telescope coming online next year. We've a trip got a, to Mars. A new Mars lander. Yeah, a new rover. This is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I love anything that has to do with space. So I think it's really great, especially with the success um, that SpaceX has had this past year. That's another, like, we don't talk about that as much, to be honest. I, I think a lot of space exploration gets kind of pushed aside, like once it, it initially happens. Yeah, I suppose there's some truth to that. You know, I'm very proud uh, that the city of Houston has announced that Axiom Space is going to be setting up shop right here at our Houston spaceport. And they're going to be building a 14-acre headquarters, and they're going to build the first two commercial space stations in history. I mean, according to Newsweek, they had talked about there's going to be cameras that you'll be able to watch things happen live. I don't know how well you'll be able to see everything. You know, it is space (laughs) and a planet that no one's ever set foot on. But Well, live is relative, right? Because there'll be a delay. It'll all be live to us, even though it's it's not. Yeah, the, the the digital feed coming out of Mars is like the Zoom session from hell, right? There's I know, just right? <laughs> well, there was an oh, eight-minute delay or whatever it is. There, If you watch, there's this HBO show, and I'm, I'm blanking on the name, but it had Hugh Lowry in it. And they were literally talking from in space back to Earth. And when they would do a video conference and ask a question every time, it would be like, a 15 minute delay. And so they'd ask a question and then they just have to wait. And <laughs> it was a comedy show, but it was, it was just really hilarious. It's accurate. Yeah, I know. You're just like to add, answer one question. Yeah. Right? I haven't seen the show. I, I did see the promos for it. Um, I love Hugh Laurie. So at some point I have to get around to seeing that, but to, to be uh, accurate for our listeners, depending on where we are in orbit and where Mars is in orbit, because that changes significantly throughout the year. Right. The delay can be between three and twenty-two minutes. Yeah, that's a, that's a big gap. Yeah, that's a big gap. Uh, yeah, um, but also if space exploration is not your thing, guess what, guys? We kind of put it on the back burner. But the Summer Olympics in Tokyo, 
is going to be happening. I'm such a bad person. I completely forgot. The Summer Olympics, the 2021 Summer Olympics are going to be going on. They're going to run from July 23rd to August 8th. So it's going to be in Tokyo. And I love the Summer Olympics because, I mean, swimming and water polo and all that. I mean, I also love the, the gymnastics and I don't know. I, I just really get into it. So we're talking about a year delay for the Olympics. Have any of the athletes changed? Do you know? Like, have they dropped out or have new substitute athletes coming in? Like, how does that work? I'm not, again, I, I'm i sure they've worked all those details out. I can't really speak for that. I mean, I think it would kind of suck as an athlete. You're like, you trained for you, and then you're like, wait, I got to wait another year? Kind of like, suck. Like, damn it. I got to train for another year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be horrible. I mean, what would be horrible is if someone actually got injured training for that additional time or practicing or something, you know? I know, you know especially a, for all of them that swore they were going to get off the juice for their New Year's resolution. So <laughs> much for that, poor bad. Well, or, or allowed them the time to get off the juice. You're like, wait, I got another year? Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let run its I course. I stop blood doping now, you know? <laughs> but I will tell you this, there are going to be four new sports. Okay. Karate. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> That's a little friends reference for, for anyone who watches friends. So anyway, so karate or karate, uh, skateboarding, sport climbing and surfing. Okay. Hang on a second. Of all of those skateboarding, that's going to be an Olympic sport. Really? Well, think about it. Snowboarding is, <sighs> <laughs> See, Hey, this is, Tony, Tony up. Hawk's dream finally realized. I'm already messing up my New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> because my default on skateboarding is like the old man. Hey, you're a putz. <laughs> Cut like, your hair and get a job, you hippie. I, I think it's going to be really, really unique. I'm actually kind of excited for that. More or less, as long as it's more for like, I'll be watching the half pipe. But I think surfing jumped out to me even more than skateboarding yeah you know i I, just in general i'm just kind of like wow that's very interesting and it's like where are you gonna surf in tokyo i i i'm not a surfer and i obviously don't live in japan so i don't and obviously they have oceans around them but are there specific places that it is an island i mean (laughs) but series of islands but you think about it there's certain places that are better for surfing than others Right. Sure. And the other thing, because a lot of those hills, when they do the Winter Olympics for some of those snowboarding, they build those. Right. So they're so how are you going to you can't really well you build a wave machine, you know, to make it even playing field. Man, who knows? You know, that's the only thing that that's why surfing jumps out to me. So do you think that, uh, have they announced this yet? Are they going to do- Plus if Jaws gets hungry, I mean, what do you think? He's like, oh, there goes another one. Well, no, but that makes it exciting. <laughs> then we, that's when Shark Week combines oh, with that. our power combined. You know, I have family that's big in the Shark Week. I just do not, I do not get that well, it's so whole fun. thing. So much fun, man. Is it? Yeah, it's so a lot I'm, of fun. I never, I, maybe I should participate more. You should, you should yeah. check it out. Get jazzed up. I'll, I'll, give, you a a cu- I'll give you a couple things. <laughs> it's like a hat. Like the- get the outfit. Yeah. Where your head's like in the mouth. I dig it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, that, that, that's never going to happen. So, okay. Question. Do you, do you know if they're going to do the next summer Olympics in seven years or in eight years? My understanding, again, my understanding is that it's going to be kept on the same rotation. So they're not bumping things back. It's like the odd year and then they're going to they're go back. Yeah. Okay. They're going to go back. So we have, a, we have like a leap year for, for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I, I now 
don't quote me on that right now. That was what I last heard. Well, I know that you're not part of the committee. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I appreciate you recognizing that, that I don't have the inside track. Right. So, so this year we get skateboarding and we get, um, surfing. So in eight years or, you know, seven years, I guess it would be in this case, we're going to get what tetherball. Yeah. Oh Is man. That- now I can finally compete in the Olympics. Wall ball. Dodgeball. I was, dodgeball would be awesome. Dodgeball Can you amazing. imagine how intense dodgeball as an Olympic sport would be? See, now there's a reunion that we need. If we have a friend's reunion, let's get a dodgeball reunion. Where's Jason Bateman when you need him? Oh, man. Dodgeball would be incredible. How awesome would it be to watch like Olympic athletes just to get out there with these rubber balls and just fling them? It'd be dangerous. Ryan, for someone who does not smoke weed, you amaze me. <laughs> I'm I'm not against anyone who smokes weed. I just, I don't smoke weed. I couldn't imagine you if you did. (laughs) Oh, no, I think you could. (laughs) I I really think you could. So uh, anyway, so, you know, there's a lot of things coming for the the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. So keep that on there. And, of course, the one thing I do want to mention that's coming back that excites me more, almost more than the Friends and everything else, is Broadway's coming back. Broadway is coming back. Now, there's not a set date on anything. I know that they had to postpone ticket sales through, I think, May or end of March, March, May, something like that. Um, but we're, it's going to come back this year at one point. So do you think that we're going to go like full on Gattaca barcodes on the arm? Have you been vaccinated? Have you been not vaccinated to like get into theaters and things like that to get into Broadway shows? Well, possibly. I, I don't think it's going to get that extreme. I, I honestly think that... As well, we no, get, we all have iPhones, so we can have an app for that, right? Yeah, there you go. So, so anyway, so some fantastic things to be looking forward to in 2021. I'm sure you guys got a lot of things to be looking forward to. Um, you know, Philip, it's going to be a good year, man. I, I cannot wait. It's going to be a spectacular year. Next week, we're going to have an incredible guest on the show. We're going to be welcoming the talented Christina Wells. I'm so excited for that. Y'all, make sure you check that out. Make sure you subscribe to the show on all of your favorite podcasts, locations, channels, however you like to get your content. But also be sure, jump on our social media, hit that like button. Make sure you give us some feedback. We want to know what you're thinking. That's right. If you want to find out more ways to support the podcast, you can email us at admin at neighborsdontknock.com or go to our website. Everything will be in the episode description. Yep, and be sure to check out our YouTube channel throughout the season. We're going to have lots more video content uh, out there this this time around. Yeah, and remember to catch new episodes every Friday on all your favorite platforms. All right, Phil, I'll see you next week. See you later, Brian. Peace. Out.